0: Welcome to the Unveiling Grace podcast, a place to find freedom from the shame and pressure of performance-based religion. Enjoy another episode with Lynn Wilder and Joel Grote as they and their guests share personal stories and wisdom from the Bible that just might surprise you. We invite you to experience a grace that heals.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another Unveiling Grace podcast. Delighted you can join us today. I'm Joel Grote.
2: And I'm Lynn Wilder. And we have someone today that's special to Joel and me. Um, Andy and Lori Poland left Mormonism a few years back, and then Andy Poland ended up in a ministry in the phoenix area called concerned christians that reached back to transitioning mormons Um, andy i knew andy from that kind of got connected to him in about 2011 when i went to a conference um, that adams road uh, did their testimonies at in phoenix that uh, concerned christians did eventually met Lori but Andy was a dear friend of ours and Andy's testimony has been on YouTube for several years uh something about false prophet yeah. but I have okay. shared Andy's testimony with many many people because that testimony you can just google Andy Poland on YouTube Um, That testimony discusses why you can't trust your feelings to determine what's true and what isn't true. Well, Andy is no longer with us, but today we have Andy's wife, and you are going to hear this entire story as it unfolds. Um, Lori Poland, welcome.
1: Hi. Thanks for being on the
2: podcast. Oh, my gosh. So tell us about your children. You and Andy have five?
3: Uh, Yes, we have uh, five children. We have uh, four boys and uh, one girl.
2: Tell me the spread, right?
3: (laughs) Well, um, Tyler is 26, and my youngest just turned 20 in January. So all my kids are in their 20s. <laughs> wow, they
2: were close then.
3: Yeah, they, they were pretty close.
2: So Laurie, um, tell me who started questioning Mormonism first, you or Andy?
3: <laughs> well, the interesting thing about that is I wouldn't have ever questioned it. I don't know. There was like one time um, when he was... Inactive in the church, Um, this was after his uh, he had been deceived and he had went to through the repentance process through the church, but um, there were things that uh, way back when he had been deceived that kind of made me question things about the church are not the church in general, but myself, um, I was like, well, if he had been deceived, I was like, how do I know I'm praying to the right God? So that was a question way back then uh, when he was going through the church. Um, and I just didn't know uh, who I was praying to, really. Um but I, st- I kept going to the Mormon church, um, and I, I started to pray a little different. I tried to, tr- tried to pray directly to God as far as I could t- figure out,
2: you know. Um, so do you want to go to that deception, or do you want to skip over that part?
3: Um, I don't know. Maybe skip over that part. I don't know.
0: Okay.
2: But that, but it is on YouTube in Andy's testimony. He does tell the story. So we can point people to that. Yeah. We Um, can put that in
1: the show notes. We'll put the link right there um, for our audience. So yeah, absolutely.
2: So Andy left the church at one point. Did he start trying other churches?
3: He went to church with his brother before he, uh, when he had went to yeah, he went to Central Christian Church. That okay. was the first time he had went.
1: Now, was or his he... brother LDS or former LDS?
3: Yeah, his brother was LDS, and he was currently uh, not. He was questioning the church, and he had a lot of uh, pamphlets and material about the Mormon Church. And so okay. he went to his brother for information about that, and that's got how it. he got that.
1: So were you raised um, LDS then, from the time you were small? Are you from a LDS family or were you a convert?
3: Um, No, I, I was raised in the Mormon church. I, my mom and dad are both Mormon. Um, My mom's side, um, Mormon church, uh, both grandparents are Mormon. Okay. Uh, We're Mormon. We're. They were Mormon. And then uh, my dad's parents uh, were both Mormon, but his mother was a convert to the Mormon church.
1: Okay. So So, you go back multiple generations then on your side. Yes. Yeah.
3: Well, my dad's side on the all red side, it goes way back to uh, the time of Joseph Smith.
2: So Andy <laughs> stepped into a Christian church with his brother and you, when did you start questioning your faith?
3: Um, well, I kind of um, started questioning my faith. Um, it kind of was in line with um, the events that took place in, with Andy. Um, his questions became my concerns because I felt like I needed to find an answer for him. Uh, because the church didn't know. And so I was like, okay, well, if I, maybe I could find the answers that he needs. If I'm going to find the answers, I'm going to find it in the Bible. Uh, cause oh, I don't okay. think he would, I didn't think it, he would go anywhere else. So I went to the Bible as my source, um, of where, whether I was going to help him or not. And so there were times I would look in the Bible just thumbing through it and there's times where something would come up and i'd be like does the mormon church do that and it's so it was kind of a question mark
1: so that was while you're reading the bible you'd come across things and wonder oh. if if the mormon church is following the bible in terms of what they were doing
3: right so i but i wasn't really like reading reading it like like you would read from one chapter the next it was just like I was just thumbing through it looking at stuff and something would catch my eye and I would read it you know Mm -hmm. so it'd be something like that
1: um anyway so you're so you're looking through the bible and you're finding things that you're just coming across and some of those things are making you wonder if the LDS church is actually teaching what you're finding in the bible
3: Exactly. So it's just like a question mark. Uh, To me, it was like, okay, so if someone has, like, has made a sin, um, like instance, my husband had, had that affair. And so but he had repented of it. So it's like, well, do we esteem him as being lower and therefore give him a calling that's lower, or should we uh, give him a calling that's going to help him build him up?
2: I remember, though, that being a big difference, right, in the Bible, realizing that you could repent and repent to Jesus, and then it was a done deal, right? Rather than all of this faulty roll with the Mormon church having to go through some kind of repentance process. And then having a man decide whether I was forgiven or not, and whether I needed to have my baptism taken away. And th- those are certainly very different approaches between the Bible and the Mormon oh, church. Oh, there's,
3: mm-hmm. there's so many different, I mean, there's different layers of, of Mormonism. It's like you've got, like, before Andy died, had this different perception of the Bible as versus now it's kind of like a different layer you know mm-hmm. it's kind of like um realizing that uh your mormon beliefs still kind of linger uh, over some of your perception of who god is sure. and um so i've i've realized that that who god is is a lot bigger than i realized before my husband died.
1: What I want to know is, so Andy goes to this Christian church. He's still a Mormon. He goes to this Christian church with his brother. Um, how did that end up affecting him? Was it a positive experience for him? Was it a negative? Do you remember? Um,
3: it was a positive one because okay. um, he went there with his brother, but he gotten connected through to concerned Christians that day, I think.
2: Which is a Christian ministry that works with Mormons who are questioning their faith, right? Right, Mm -hmm.
3: right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but that was the day he had went into the library and they gave him a library card. And the lady says, well, here, uh, here's a book that would be good for you. And it was uh, Ready Defense by Josh McDowell. Okay. (laughs) And so he, he, he took it home and he read it and he was just like, he was like, oh yeah. Um, but the interesting thing about that is that, um, any type of thing that he would bring home from his brother, I kind of would thumb through it. Um, so it kind of, I, my curiosity was piqued. So I would look at what he had and I would be like, Hmm, okay. So I maybe kind of think a little bit.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you were, you were curious for your own sake, wondering, you weren't just checking up on him to making sure he wasn't like getting into apostate literature that was going to lead him astray. You were curious as to what he was learning because you were curious yourself.
3: Exactly. I was, I was at at that point in time, I was, I was kind of looking for truth. I didn't know where, what truth was. Mm -hmm. And I was hungry for, I wanted to know the truth. And I was, I was in a big question of what, whether I, I just didn't know. And he had challenged me.
2: When did you take the big step and... Decide you might open your heart and mind to traditional Christian faith as an Um, alternative to Mormonism.
3: Well, the thing that's interesting about that is, like, my grandmother um, had was brought up in a Christian-type family uh, background. Okay. But she had gotten put in. but she had gotten converted into the Mormon church. And so in my mind, I thought, well, because uh, Andy was thinking about going to a Mormon church or going to a Christian church. And I was just on the, the, the wavelength of thinking, well, if my grandmother went to uh, a Christian church, then it wouldn't be so bad if I did. So it was kind of, it was just that timing was just right. When he asked me, he's like, well, you want to go to church?
2: So let me ask you this. Was he still struggling, do you think, with the fact that he'd had an affair? Was he still struggling with guilt from that? Was that something that needed to be dealt with?
3: I think he was still dealing with a little bit of guilt. I think his guilt was better when he had went to the down to Christian concern Christians and when he went there um, they opened up the word to him and it uh, he realized that he had been saved and I think that it was better for him when he had realized that God forgave him
2: which is exactly what the god of the bible is capable of right right right
3: but i think it was something that he'd struggled with uh that he i think he felt bad that he did it but i think he felt better knowing that god forgave him you know so
2: excellent so i bet he was excited when you said yes you'd go to church with him
3: oh he was excited he was like Oh, yeah. Great. (laughs) (laughs) But he was like so happy because at that time in his life, he's like, oh, wow. He was like seeing everything lining up, you know, because God does things at a certain time and things happen for a reason. And he's he's seeing everything lining up. He's like, oh, yeah, I can see it you know.
2: So what was your first reaction to a church? Because I'm sure you (laughs) hadn't been in a Christian church before.
3: Well, my perception was, uh, I was like, okay, Um, I wasn't really sure what to expect. But I was thinking, well, if people are at the church people get baptized and they have these little hats on or I don't know I had a weird perception of what Christian church was I didn't know (laughs) what to expect but I went there and I'm like people's arms are up and they're singing, and it's really loud I'm like oh my goodness I don't know about this but I was like okay everybody's like you know worshiping God and but I've, I found that it was right, really interesting um, that the sermon, whoever was talking, I forgot, uh, they talked about was, uh, they talked about grace. Mm. Um, but yeah. I was, I was, I was like, okay. Um, and then I saw someone baptized in the church um, on that service. And they immersed them. And I was like, oh, wow, they immersed somebody. And I didn't expect that. I was like, wow. I was like, I believe in immersion, you know, type of thing. So I was like, they're doing it. <laughs> After church, my kids were like, my kids were like, we like dad's church better, mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now did They're they like, go to like a kids program was there like a children's church or sunday school for them so they had yeah, their own thing yeah. yeah they
3: did yeah they had that the kids went in their little classes their each of them went in their classes and i went with with andy and in, into the service
2: so how long after you first stepped into a christian church until you you fully realized this was a different God, a different gospel, and you chose well Christian well, faith.
3: I had made a decision before that, that I needed to find out for myself what the truth was. And when I went to the church with Annie, um, uh, find out that That was the last time I went to a Mormon church, too. Oh,
2: wow. Um, It it was uh,
3: it was kind of interesting because God worked really fast Um, from the time that Andy had went to Concerned Christians for the first time. I had went to uh, the Christian church uh, that Sunday he had went there Thursday, went and got saved, came home and told me about it. And I was like, what? (laughs) I don't know what that is, but okay. I had come to the conclusion that I needed to know if the Joseph Smith was a true prophet or not. And that was the bottom line. I needed to find out what that truth what that truth was because that's what was keeping me from leaving the church basically okay Mm -hmm. and i wanted to know the truth what happened on that day was i was reading and i was like well uh the false prophet you know you'll be cast out in the lake of fire those that follow after the false prophet will be passed out and they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth and i was like oh my gosh and, but it wasn't just that it was, my kids had uh, a game on in the background and it was screeching in the background. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, if I'm following a false prophet, I really want to know. And so yeah. I think God used it, um, to pierce my heart, to show me that I'm, I'm in the wrong, I'm going the wrong way. And so, um, Um, And then sometime after that, Andy comes in and he wants to share with me in the Bible. He opens up into Isaiah and he's like, there's, see, there's, there's no God before or after me in Mm -hmm. Isaiah. And I was, I was like blown away by that. And I was like, okay, um, I couldn't fight it. I couldn't fight against that. I had a great respect for the words of Isaiah. So I took it full and I accepted his word. And so I was like, okay, I started crying. And I was like, I don't know what life is for now. Um, Because he had just just, uh, told me what I needed to know. (laughs) Uh, yeah just by saying there's no God before or after man he's like, see Lori, you can't become a god
1: yeah uh, and and that so, had been I mean that as a latter day saint that's a big focus I mean that is the ultimate yes. the ultimate hope of the religious system is that you get to that level at some point
3: right right but um yeah it's quite evident that there is no other God there's there's none.
1: Yeah, you can go all you can go through multiple times Isaiah chapter 44, 45, 46. Multiple places in there where it says over and over, no, nope, there's no god beside me, there's no rock. Right. I don't know of any right. other god. So. Right.
2: right. And if if that's true, then Joseph Smith has been telling a lie.
3: Exactly. Which
2: makes him a false prophet. And a dangerous place <laughs> to follow right. after. Exactly. Right.
3: right. Yeah. So, um, so that was something that really uh, caused me to move. Well, it didn't actually get me to, I did not actually, um, that day, it was kind of like that night, it was kind of like, um, I didn't know what I was going to do at that point. Only that. Um. um Andy had, had like left me a couple of days and he was like well I'll just leave her alone and then he came back and talked to me as I'm making dinner and he was like he brought up the he was like talking to me and then the imagery of hell came back to my mind and I was like okay I'll go to Concerned Christians with you um, <laughs> but it was really kind of interesting because I was like well but before that it was like I had been thumbing through uh, the Bible and I read this scripture it was like uh, King Herod didn't praise God so God struck him and he died and I was like I didn't know what I didn't know who this <laughs> God was. I didn't know who God was, but I was like okay. But I went ahead and I was like okay. I'll go to Concerned Christians with you, and I went to Concerned Christians that that Thursday. Okay. But the day, the de- next day, I was pointing out to him. I think this was like a Tuesday that I had talked to him and I said, oh, "Okay, I'll go to Concerned Christians," which was Thursday. The next day, I was pointing out um, to him uh, where Joseph Smith, Joseph Smith, uh, married uh, women who are already married to other men.
2: Mm, yeah. 11 of them.
3: Yes. <laughs> and I was pointing it out to him and I said, here, I want to show you something. And he's like, I showed him and he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, he's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you knew that. <laughs> I was like, So, so had he two. discovered
1: that already no, himself?
3: I, no, he had it. He didn't oh, know okay. that.
1: So you showed that to like, him.
3: I showed that to him but I was like okay I was just showing him and I was it was kind of like I was a completely different person uh, because I was showing him what I had found and I had been keeping stuff from him I had found stuff on myself and I had I had been looking at stuff online about all sorts of stuff uh, behind his back because uh, I was curious and I was searching some stuff out mm. so
2: so at some place, there was a point of decision, huh?
3: Yeah, uh, there was a point where I had to decide. Um, I think it was back in November. My brother was getting ready to get, get married. And my mom came to me and said she wanted me to get a temple recommend. And I was like, I don't think I want to do that. I don't think I'm worthy to do that. And she's like, Lori, I think you are. And I was just like, uh-uh, Mom. Um, but um, before that, I I was uncomfortable with the temple altogether. Um, I had an experience in the temple that scared me because I didn't want to ever go back and do that again.
2: What What? What happened?
1: Um, you well, know, Lynn? that might I, be the place <laughs> to end this episode I um, we might guess be in time so. and so that would be a great teaser <laughs> for next time what did laurie experience in the LDS in the temple, temple? i want to know didn't want to go back so are you willing to go ahead and pick up that story when we come back laurie on the next episode
3: I can if you think it's relevant.
1: <laughs> I do because I yeah. think there's probably a lot of people who have maybe had similar experiences and yeah. some people who wonder what is some of this stuff that happens within the LDS <laughs> temple. So that's what we're that's where we'll start next time with your story then. so okay. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, It's been great. We look forward to the next episode. Lynn, any final words?
2: Mm, Grace and peace. Until next time. (laughs) Okay.
1: All right. Thanks.
0: Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Unveiling Grace podcast. You can find show notes and leave us your comments and questions at unveilinggracepodcast.com. We would love to hear how the podcast has helped you. We are so grateful for you, our listeners, and the donations that keep us on the air. To say thank you, we are offering a free gift with a donation of any amount. Just go to unveilinggracepodcast.com and click on the free gift button to get yours. Thanks for joining us on the Unveiling Grace podcast, where you can experience a grace that heals.